you know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh, good Monday morning, ass family. I know it's a Monday. Sucks that it's a Monday, but we I promise you, we will get through it. You have got an amazing show in front of you to get you through this shitty work week. Man, oh man, think about it. Today, regular Monday shit. Got to talk about the weekend and everything. Tomorrow, I'll be gearing up for my, my big emceeing event tomorrow night for the Hooters Girl pageant. And then Wednesday, I'll have a recap of the Hooters Girl pageant. And then it's Thursday and Friday, and it's the end of the week. So, boom. It's like we're done already. I mean, if you think about it, the only day we really have is today and tomorrow. Then everything else is gravy, people. Gravy. By the way, if you go up onto any of the social media platforms of the Arnie State Show, you will see... The latest movie review this weekend from my man, Christopher, who did an amazing job going to the star-studded premiere of Dr. Wait, 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 hold on. Let me let me make sure I get this name right here. Dr. Strange into the, what, multiverse or something? Great review. He wrote me a little note saying, this might not be the movie for me, and thank you very much, Christopher. Great job, as always. I, I tell you what, Christopher's reviews are fantastic, and, and I look forward to getting them, and today's is a great one as well. If you're a big Marvel fan, I'm sure you'll like this. If you're like me, and you're like, ah, Benedict Cumberbatch. That's that's my, that. look, look, look. I can't stand the dude. I bet you that he and I would be best friends if we ever met, but I just don't like him. I don't like him. I think he's ugly. I think he's weird looking. He kind of reminds me of Beaker. From, 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 but, but women find him so sexy. So does that mean you gals think Beaker is sexy too? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that Christopher's review is up and available on all the social media platforms. And Christopher, great job as always, my friend. Uh, let me say some good mornings before I tell you about this weekend and then finally get the show started somehow. I don't know how we're going to start it. I mean, there's so many things to talk about. What a- Oh, my lucky start. Ladies and gentlemen, the first one here is Braddy Kid. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Thank you, Braddy. Hope that you have a great day. She said congratulations on your derby win. I didn't win the derby. Shit. We'll talk about the derby. I watched it. Didn't know I had a fucking gray horse. Thanks, Dad. Tells me never to bet a gray horse, and he had my eyes fixed on that white abria. I should have known better. But, hey, we'll talk about it later. Uh, Hangtown Jen's in the house. She says, morning, ass family. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Skip one. Alicia's next. Uh, good morning, ass family. Hope all the moms out here had a fabulous weekend. I was thinking about something today, and I ain't trying to be mean. You think those gals that, 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 that the, the gals, maybe in guys, I don't know, but mainly the gals who, who don't have kids or can't have kids, do you think they really hate social media right now? I mean, social media is not their friend right now. It's a tough one today. But, yes, I hope you moms all out there had a wonderful, wonderful Mother's Day. 
You all deserve it. Now it's time for hanging down, Jen. I, I was so excited about Jen because I know what, what this says. I've been watching him come across here. Says, morning, ass family. Today I am one step closer. I'm officially working with a real estate agent. Shit's getting real. Look at that. Now, Jen, I, I, I'm sure you're busy all weekend. Did you have a chance to, to get the Mother's Day Massacre? When you are f***ing a girl and right before you nut, you pull out a picture of her mom and nut on it. I pulled the Mother's Day Massacre on Jenny yesterday. Massacre. The Mother's Day Massacre. One more time. When you are f***ing a girl and right before you nut, you pull out a picture of her mom and nut on it. I pulled the Mother's Day Massacre on Jenny yesterday. Now, I don't know why you'd be carrying around a picture of her mother, but hey, whatever. It's the Massacre. Or the Massacre. Uh, Straight Fire says, happy freaking Monday, ass family. Right back at you, my friend. Uh, Elise says, yay, Jen. So exciting. Andrew says, congratulations you, Jen. Good morning, Arnie and ass. What's up, Andrew? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I got to tell you about this restaurant we ate at Friday night. Holy cow. e is in the house in Oklahoma. I hope that you are having a spectacular day so far. Cameron Dye, haven't seen that name in a while. Good morning, ass family. Derek is in the house. What is up, Derek? How are you, my friend? I hope that you have a wonderful day. He says, good morning, ass family. Boo Monday. Becca. Christopher, dodging bullets down in Fresno. Just talked about your movie review, my man. Great job on that as always. Good morning to you. Your eye says, I can't stand Mother's Day. So, yes, Arnie, it did suck. Yeah, I can imagine. Happy Monday, ass family from Hot Mama. Hangtown Jen says, oh, you know, first of all, it was... The Weekend of Wonders began carrying a picture of Mike's mom, and I somehow learned how to nut all over it. So I could do this Mother's Day proper with a Mother's Day massacre. <laughs> oh. uh, so Friday night, Friday night, went out to dinner. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska is back. Good to, good to see you there, Battleborn in Nebraska. Hope you had a good time off. Um. So I went to this place called Desperados. It's one of the top-ranked Mexican restaurants in Dallas. Found out it is the number one-ranked Mexican restaurant in Dallas. And it has been for a long time. It's been here forever. It's on Greenville Avenue, which is good because a lot of the new trendier Mexican places think that they can charge steakhouse rates for Mexican food. And, well, I'm here to tell you, you can't. This place was pretty reasonable. I had uh, uh, some of the best enchiladas I've ever had. At Desperados. Can't wait to go back and get me a chimichanga. I'm ready for the chimichanga because I wanted the puffy taco. And it's like a like a crisp shell, but it's really, really light. And it's got the, the meat in there and the cheese and the lettuce. Oh, it was so good. So good. So if you're ever in Dallas and you're on Greenville Avenue, hit up Desperados. You, you, you may have a little bit of, if you eat a lot of the beans like I did, That'll clear you out. That'll clear you out. And Saturday, I was looking forward to watching the Rangers game, Rangers-Yankees. Uh, Goddamn, Friday it got rained out. Saturday it got rained out. So yesterday I had a doubleheader. Rangers split the doubleheader with the Yankees. Game three, makeup game is today at noon. Looking forward to that. Other than that, really just laid low. I watched the WWE pay-per-view last night. WWE pay-per-view was, uh, it was all right, I guess. Ogre, Buenos Dias, Amigo. Uh, Charlotte Flair against Ronda Rousey. Uh, I didn't get to see the main event. Uh, internet kicked out on my TV, so I, I, I lost Peacock. Not that good. 
Now, speaking of the uh, Kentucky Derby, Kentucky Derby, Rich Strike won. An 80-to-1 long shot. Holy shit. Paid $163. If you bet it to win, if you bet $1 on it to win, it won $162. Or $2. Won $163. The exacta paid like fucking $14,000. And that's when you get like the, the, the first two or first three. Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Did they have an ugly off? A lump of silly putty versus a horse face. I, I got to tell you, Ronda Rousey makes Charlotte Flair look good. And I ain't talking about as a wrestler. I'm talking about as a woman. Still both rough. And shitty match. Another shitty match. Watch Derby. My, my horse, I don't even know where my horse finished, for Christ's sake. White Abreu, it's white glue this morning. Take that some bitch to the fucking Elmer's factory. Uh, wow, I need to start hitting the tracks and betting the ponies. Forget trying to bust my ass for this down payment. I could have won with that one horse bet. Yeah. What do you call Michael Jackson, Jeffrey Epstein at a daycare? Kid touchy derby. God damn it. Uh, but, yeah, Derby was okay. It was all right. I mean, 80-1 to 1 long shot, that was pretty cool. All the stupid people with their stupid-ass hats on and all that kind of stupid shit. Uh, what else? Any, any Anything else? Oh, 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 hey. <whistles> Ass family. I have a reason, not only because of my content, but another reason to join TikTok. I mean, I've got to get in here close here because what I'm telling you is not really – on the up and up. But let's say that there's a pay-per-view boxing match on. I don't know. Let's say Canelo Alvarez is fighting in a weight class he's never fought in, and you're a big Canelo Alvarez fan, like me, for example. And you want to get the fight, but there are really no titles on the line, nothing that really matters. So you don't want to pay $80 for it. No, 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 I don't want to pay $80 for it. But instead what you do is you go on to TikTok and you go to all the live streams, and that way you can you can live stream for your phone. And a lot of people will live stream pay-per-view events. And that is how I watched the Canelo Alvarez fight. And he lost. He lost in decision. The fight wasn't that good of a fight. He got he got hit pretty hard a few times, but he I mean he he gave it back. It was a tough fight to judge, but yeah, uh, some some fella some. Some guy, he's, he's allegedly from Russia, but he looks like he's Japanese. He won. So that was that fight. And that was pretty much the weekend. Yeah? I'm trying to think, is that the weekend? Yeah, it's the weekend, so there you go. Uh, we, we can, oh, oh, okay. Now, now look here. Look here, everybody. I told you I was going to do it today, and I'm going to do it right here, right now. I've been quiet about this for too long. The finale of Ozarks. I'm giving people time to either write me to tell me to shut up. They haven't watched it yet. Or, or get ready for them to fired, be fired up like me. So the, the, the series ended this year on Ozarks. It's a Netflix series. Starring Jason Baton, Laura Linney. 
Uh, can you back up on that live stream fight thing? They're saying there are people who pay for the pay-per-view and then just set their phone in front. Of- yes, that's exactly, uh, that is exactly right. They, uh, hey, Hot Mama, I told people on Monday. I, I, I said last week. I said, I'm giving you till Friday, and I didn't do it on Friday. Gave you this whole weekend. She's going to take a shower. Tuning out. Okay. Let me just say this right now. How in the hell can you kill Ruth? I, I don't understand that. That's bullshit. You can't kill Ruth. And they did. And then the last scene, I don't understand the last scene, people. Where they get home, where Jason Bateman and Mrs. Jason Bateman and, and, and daughter Bateman and son Bateman get home. And that Chicago cop is there waiting for him. He's got like a, a, a manila envelope or something. And I guess he just didn't take his job with the police. And then little Jason Bateman, the son, picks up a gun and shoots him. I guess because it went black screen. They did a black screen again. They went black screen, you hear the gun go off. So did they kill him? Are they still in fucking the Ozarks? Like, so much shit was not explained. And I'm fucking pissed. I'm mad as hell. Oh, I'm very mad. Very mad. Now, Erised, I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to delete it. That way, you don't ruin it for everybody. <laughs> Straight fire says, God damn it, Arnie. I told you! I told you! Uh, so, Erise, I agree with that, sort of, but I have to delete it because I don't want it on there. Just just because I don't want everybody seeing it later. Go, oh my God, now I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, Straight Fire. You don't need to watch because it'll piss you off. Sounds like they pulled a Drebeck, have all the answers come across as more intelligent or clever than viewer. Uh-huh. Last thing Laura Lenny said was, since when? About why the rich couldn't get away with it. Oh, Ogre, you're not the only one who hates this trend in entertainment. It's bullshit. Thank God Breaking Bad didn't do that. And better call Saul, better not. I'm at work and didn't hear the warning, LOL. I warned you last week. I said I was going to talk about it today. I mean, I I invested time into that series, time and effort. (sighs) It's almost as crappy as the end of the Peaky Blinders, which I don't remember now. I'll have to go back and rewatch the last one. Oh, well, now I can tell the wifey and piss her off. Unbelievable. Nobody seems to know how to end a TV show nowadays. Just watch MASH, you fucking Hollywood hacks. That's how you... Yeah, well, this is the same thing. Oh, I'm glad you bring that up. This is the problem that I mainly have with the non-funny people on Saturday Night Live. Do you know why Saturday Night Live's not funny anymore? It's because they don't know when to end a bit. It all started with that shitty bit that they all seemed to like that I didn't like it. The, The Californians... And their bits just go on and 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 on. But there's no payoff. There's some jokes in there, but there's no payoff. And that's the same thing with a lot of these series. There's no payoff. 
The reason Supreme Court leak happened was to distract people from the Ozark ending. I, I, I would agree with that. And we're going to talk about that. We, we, got, we got to talk about what Jen Psaki said. Oh, Jen Psaki, you dirty twat. All right, time to start the show. First thing, of course, we have to talk about the abortions. So I guess over the weekend, um, I guess there was a, a thing all over Twitter, which I'm not a part of Twitter yet. Uh, I'm waiting till Elon takes it fully over. With SNL, it's because they assume you're stupid, you'll laugh, this hysterical chimp, and not even care what, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you know what they are? They're comedy snobs. They think they're funnier than they are. Will Smith's that way. Adam McKay's that way. They do shit that's funny to them. Every once in a while on the show, I'll do something that's funny for me. But I have to, you have to do, if you have an audience, you have to be funny for the masses and not just for the people that are performing. I tell you, the other thing bad about Saturday Night Live is stop laughing at your own fucking jokes. All the time they break character. And that all started with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Jimmy Fallon, you just laugh at everything. It's weak. Uh, Special K, I only watched clips of SNL. That California skits are not funny. No, they were never funny. They were never funny. They were funny to the people doing them. Um, Jen Psaki decided that that she was going to join in a Twitter thread. A Twitter thread. In support of pro-abortion activists planning to target Supreme Court justices' homes. The, the addresses of Kavanaugh and I believe it was, uh, what's the name, the lead guy? Well, what's that fucking wiener's name? John Roberts. They, they, they gave out, on, online, they gave out their personal addresses. And here's Jen Psaki joining that thread. Um, She began by showing sympathy for the protesters. Look, I think the president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, a lot of sadness from many, many people across the country. We obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to protest. This is certainly what the president's view would be. Really, to protest on a private street on somebody's private property? Phil Hartman could play straight like, well, all those people, I mean, Ogre, think about it. We're doing two conversations here, but it's okay. I want you to think about it. When there were really funny people on, like Chris Farley, I mean, like, uh, and I I give Chris Farley a lot of, uh, during the Bennett Brower segments, you never saw Kevin Nealon lose it when, when Farley would do something like this. I don't understand what's going on in the news. I'm not likable. I don't change my underwear. Uh, I don't exercise. And when I do sweat, I don't shower. I don't clean the area between my crotch and legs. 
He held it together. That's a lot funnier than everything Jimmy Fallon ever did. That one clip. There's nothing extreme or January 6th about targeting Supreme Court justices. No, not at all. Let's see. She advocated threatening, intimidating political figures and making them afraid of their lives. Like January 6th, you ginger cunt. Packy then con- Pisaki then concluded with some serious sympathy with the protesters' cause. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because when women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights, they have been a law for 50 years. So go trounce somebody's petunias. Go go rip out their rose bushes in their private homes. Oh, and disturb the neighbors too. Democrats currently control both chambers of Congress and the presidency. They can't right now pass a law that guarantees the right to an abortion in all 50 states and send it to the stupid son of a bitch to sign it. They won't do it so they can blame the Supreme Court and hope to stop the bleeding come November. Once again, let me just say this. Abortion is not going anywhere. Okay? Maybe in your state where you live. But you see, this is why the Civil War was fought. It was fought for states' rights. And what the Supreme Court is going to do is the Supreme Court is going to do exactly what they're supposed to do. And that is to interpret the law. And they're going to interpret the law by saying the federal government probably shouldn't have a say in this because, well, it's the federal government. It's up to which state you live in. Because the federal government shouldn't mandate you on your health, i.e. vaccinations. You see how it's the same? And by the way, anybody who wants to say it's different, 775-357-FANS, I will not interrupt you if you want to tell me how it's so different. The shots and the masks... Them telling us, and I understand the masks are a little bit more on your side. So how about the shots versus this? I want you to tell me how it's different. My body, my choice. Here's Jen Psaki, pretty much exactly what everybody's saying here. She's pushing people to go to these people's houses. Now, here's the thing. I will say this right now. That is very January 6th-esque, but it's more criminal. You want to know why? You were telling telling people to protest on somebody's private property. Capitol is a public building. Public. I don't agree with what happened on January 6th. So if I don't agree what's happening in a public venue like that, oh, I sure as fuck am not going to agree with one that's happening in a D.C. neighborhood. Why is she still there? Didn't she take a job with seeing MSNBC? I think that starts either this week or next week. She just introduced her new... uh, her replacement, who is a, 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 a black woman who's also the first openly lesbian presidential speaker. So we've got black, woman, and lesbian, all boxes checked off for the Biden administration. 
But I think Joe Biden is the only straight white man in his administration. I mean, if you think about it, he is the only one. And by the way, you want to talk about a superiority complex, a white superiority complex. If he's the head of the table, he's got a black gal underneath him who has to answer to him. You got a gay guy. All these people have to answer to the old white man. His cabinet is the United Colors of Benetton. All have to report to who? The old white man. Even that trans thing. What, what, what's her name? The, the Health and Human Services fella. Levine? Levine? Answer to Joe. Uh, people that live in, are upset over this live in should land. Our idiot neighbor thinks there should be an amendment to the Constitution for women's reproductive choices. But in her opinion, it'll never happen because the government is mostly run by men. Never mind the fact it took white men to fight and kill each other in the Civil War and abolish slavery and all that. But yeah, white men are the pinnacles of all of our problems. Oh, they are. Just, just admit, Alicia, Alicia. Let, let, now, let me help you out because I, I know that you could end this woman like that. That was my Thanos snap. You could turn her into dust, all right? Just let her fucking spew her hate and just laugh at her when you're walking away. These people, you somebody like that does not deserve to get into conversation with somebody who has a brain like you. So the White House is now Candyland from Django Unchained, pretty much. These people don't realize that the pro-life movement is majority women. Men don't have uh, men don't have a say in abortion. That's cool. Roe versus Wade gone. Now I did some. I, I found a story this weekend. It because uh, this Jen Psaki thing I just saw. I I, I found it on, on a, a story about John Roberts, the 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 supreme the chief court uh, chief justice of the Supreme Court. God damn, learn how to talk, boy. Um. He's come out, and, and, and he wants an investigation, and rightfully so. I think there should be an investigation in this league. John Roberts, to me, does not have a backbone. I am not a fan of John Roberts whatsoever. He says that the vote is still intact, even though of the leak, but he is going to look into it and all this kind of stuff. So we got, we got Kavanaugh. So there's one, there's a new gal, there's two, three with uh, that guy, there's four. So I, I honestly think, you, you, you want to know my, this is my gut. This is my gut feeling because John Roberts let people down on the health care thing. When he came out and said, no, it's a tax. That's when I knew they had gotten to him. Not a fan. When we're talking about universal health care, when they came out and all these people wanted to sign this whack job bill about universal health care, and they took it to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, and they should have come back and said, the Supreme Court said, it's not the government's job to take care of Americans. It's a job to protect Americans, but not to take them to the hospital. And John Roberts came out and said, no, this is fine. This is just an extra tax, which was completely wrong on his part. Um I think John Roberts is going to flip. I think John Roberts is going to flip. 
which will have nothing to do with anything that happens in November. I, I don't think any of this because I think the Democrats and the liberals and the progressives, whatever, whichever one of those three groups it is on the left, I think that this was their big, this was the Hail Mary. But it's throwing a Hail Mary when you're down by nine and there's one second left on the clock. Well, okay, you can catch it and you can score a touchdown and you can even get the two-point conversion, but the game's over. That one second represents November. It's over. It's done. You had your, your, your two years there, Joe, with your Congress, and what did you get done? Absolutely, positively, nothing good for America. Now these people are going to be bounced out. And that's why the Democrats, the left, the liberals, the progressive, threw this magical pass to scare women. Women, this is for you. They scare you to get you to go out and vote. They say they're going to take your female rights away, your reproductive rights away. They're not. They can't. It will be a state-by-state thing. And here's the thing. If you want to say, you want to you talk about Joe Biden, when this becomes a state's rights issue, you will never have seen a president divide this country even more. Because right now it's 26-24. 26 states in favor of Roe versus Wade, and I believe it's 20. It might be the other way around, but it's half and half. Boy, we are opposed people. Mm-mm-mm. John Roberts voted it as a tax because Hillary gave him a wink. Universal health care has been her baby since she was just a first. A- amen. Uh, it just makes me angry because she's mentally and emotionally abusive to her husband, and he isn't allowed to have an opinion on his own, and he's just constantly uncomfortable around her. I want to see them divorced. Uh-huh. Uh, Roberts is the swing vote. He's just a moderate judge that you can't count on voting one way or the other. No, he's not. John Roberts voted as a tax because Hillary gave him a wink. Universal health care has been her baby since she was a first lady. Of the five overt conservative judges, don't count out Gorsh for swinging as well. I'm not counting out any of these judges for swinging on this because they want to, in, instead of what's doing right, they want to do what's peaceful. Can you imagine if the Supreme Court held up Roe versus Wade? First thing that would happen, people are jumping up and down the streets, all these crazy people jumping up and down the streets. Next thing that comes out is Democrats will say, well, we did it. We say vote Roe versus Wade, which they didn't. Wait, what about the tremendous bill called Build Back Better? That was a ringing success. They already have been chipping away at the rights of women. Well, I've read that some states want to ban contraceptives and don't live there then. Oh, I'm sure there are. Look, it, it, honest to God, if you want to think that we're ass backward here, it wasn't until about two years ago 
that the talk of abortion in Ireland was even, I I think it was only about 10 to 15 years ago they started selling rubbers in Ireland. I'm not kidding about that. Any of you against abortion should look at Hunter Biden and go, okay, I'm on board with it. Good morning, Cowboys girl. Uh, Douglas, I think she was talking about her neighbor who's just an idiot, about how bad she talks to her husband and stuff like that. So we'll see what John Roberts uh, has to say. But I, I, I did some, oh, no, don't do that. Damn it to fucking hell. God, dog it. The wrong button. She hot. That's all right. Now I'll just find all the shit in here. Uh, let's see. Who gets abortions in America? This is the story I, I, I found about, and I wanted to go on this. These are your typical people that get abortions in America. Oh, God damn it. I got to get this. I downloaded it on the New York Times, and they won't let me use it. Oh, I don't want to be able to get this. Uh, okay, let's see. Boom, boom, boom. Let's see. What? I had it at what percentage women get uh, abortions by the number? Here's Forbes. Uh, rates. All right. So there were. Uh, Number one women. Thank you, Special Kale. I appreciate that. I saw it was women in their late 20s who already have a child. Uh, Let's see. 629,000 abortions happened in 2019. Medication abortions account for more than half of the total. Ninety-three percent of abortions occur in the first trimester. This wasn't as good as the other one, and I'm bummed about it because I had percentage. Away. I think I think it's something like thirteen percent of women are in that category. Let's see, a little under half the total 6.1 million pregnancies were considered unattended in 2011 by New England Journal of Medicine. The highest rate of unintended pregnancies were among women 20 to 24. There are also higher rates in certain demographic groups, including low-income, black and Hispanic women. The CDC estimates around 18% of pregnancies end in abortion. So there it was, 18%. Now, I'd like to see. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, no, I, I don't want to. I don't want to equate it to boob jobs to see what the number of women, percentage of women that get a boob job is. But it's eighteen percent. Look, look, we can all sit around and have a discussion about this. If you want to have a discussion, and you're going to have your hardliners of people that do not want. At all, period. You're going to be on the fringe. 
Then you're going to get your people that don't want to have them as a use of birth control, but understands rape and incest cases, which are a low number, but they need to be talked about. And then you have the people that are going to be on the other end and say, fucking get it whenever. And then you got the people on the further side say, hey, you can even get it after the child's been born, up to two weeks. Hi, we're Virginia and New York State. Let's sit down and talk this out. And this is the part, is that we need to sit down and talk this out and go, what should be legal? And you know what's going to happen? They're going to do that. And then they're going to leave it up to the states. And then, and not my family, (laughs) but they're going to leave it up to the states. And it will be up to you to live in a state where you can or can't get an abortion. If you think southern states are so rotten for not having abortion laws, then guess what? Don't come here. Don't let the good Lord hit you, or don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. We don't want you here. Do do y'all not notice what I did? I got tired of the bullshit and, and the taxes and all the shit in California, so what did I do? I live in another state now. Now, I know it's not that easy for everybody to relocate. I understand that. But life isn't easy. A quick Google says that about 4% get moved. Thank you, Jen. I appreciate that. You hear the video clip Fox News is playing of a guy wanting to make donation to Planned Parenthood and ask that his donation go to a black female because he needs to be black, less black babies. The first woman laughed and told him, yeah, we can totally do that. Jesus. Do you realize that Planned Parenthood was started to abort black babies, though? The woman that started Planned Parenthood wanted to end black pregnancies. Not a big fan of that group. My neighbor, in regards to proposed plan of have abortions at the and after birth rate, are those babies are going to be, uh, they aren't going to live, so it's like a physician-assisted suicide because it makes, what? My neighbor, in regards to the proposed plan to have abortions at and after birth, are for those babies that aren't going to live, how, how do they know they're not going to live? Why did you carry it to term? The baby died, then the baby died. But if the doctor is killing the baby after it's been born, that's a murder. Doesn't California give out money to people who want to come uh, get abortions so they can't say it's a money thing? Oh, absolutely. Well, California's trying to do that. Absolutely. Uh, Christian says, I considered moving to Texas, but I heard that there was a big boost at the interest telling everyone that the state's closed. Sadly, right now, yes. Christopher, I might know some people if you want to make some phone calls. Uh, I, might, I, I might be able to wiggle something. But right now, yes, the state in general is closed. I, I have what's called tenure in this state since I was born and raised here. Uh, I don't know about anyone else, but Mixler's being a cunt. I get 10 seconds to show, 30 seconds of buffering. Uh, It's not assisted suicide if the child isn't at the age of consent. No, it's not. It's murder. Let's call this what it is. I'm not talking about abortion. I'm not some crazy pastor thumping a Bible around saying, if you get an abortion the first week that you're pregnant, you're a murderer. I'm not saying that at all. 
but you can go ahead and throw that Bible in my hand, and I will thump it until the end of days. When you show me a baby that's been birthed and is a week old, and then you you abort it, it's out. The woman has birthed the baby, and now you're going to kill it? I'm sorry, but that's murder. New Mexico is proposing to offer people travel money to come here and get abortions or contraceptives. Naturally, some Texas legislators propose banning commerce on travel or employees who have to travel here for business. Can people exactly like you're absolutely right? the The people in Texas, uh, the the Texas legislator proposing banning, they should be kicked out of office. That's stupid. That that, that really. Well, we're not going to fly to your town. We're not going to, okay, fine. We don't want to do business with you anyway. We're getting more abortion business. You figure New Mexico is going to be overrun. Shit, there are going to be abortion clinics on every corner in New Mexico now. Fucking give that to the Indians to fucking let them do it. Man, oh man, they'd be happy. They're gonna, they're gonna be making bank. They're gonna make as more than their damn casinos. Let them have it. I don't. I, I, I've gotten to the point where if it's a state's right thing, I don't live in New Mexico. So guess what? And I've been through New Mexico. And no offense to Ogre, he knows how much I love him. But no offense to Ogre, I, I don't plan on visiting New Mexico ever again. Ever. Albuquerque, Albuquerque, Santa Fe. No, I, I don't need to see him ever again. Hocus is not taken. I hate it here. I, by the way, by the way, I don't have to see Oklahoma ever again. I don't have to see Louisiana again. I don't have to see Arkansas ever again. I don't have to see California ever again or Nevada if I don't want to. You see, that's what it's like. To have this, this, this freedom, you don't have to do it. And I love that people think that freedoms mean that you have to. Well, Artie, you're an American. You have to go. Why do I have to go to New Mexico? <laughs> Ain't down Jen's on a roll. And how long before Travelocity or Expedia starts offering their abortion? packages the abortion vacation lose a little piece of yourself in new mexico that's fucking great i can just see the sandia casino and abortion clinic guys <laughs> a pueblo resort and chop shop come here pale face and abort your little pale face child we'll scalp it that was too much that was too much i'm sorry I think you'll see Oklahoma. You can't stay away from your favorite love-to-hate state. Uh, I haven't been there, well, not since we, we saw Joe Exotic's museum. We flew into that hellhole known as OKC. Me too, Ogre. Maybe we should corner that market now. <laughs> Find out what state. Virginia right now. Ooh, Jen. Jen, aren't you moving to Virginia? 
They have that wacky, you can kill the baby after it's been born abortion there. Man, oh, man. Start selling abortion packages. All you got to do is go to an abortion clinic, get their price, and say, hey, we want to work with you. We're going to work with the airlines, maybe a, high, may, maybe a hotel. I can see the Southwest Airlines commercial spot. Shows a woman walking to Oklahoma abortion clinic and says, close. Narrow says, want to get away? Shows her landing in Virginia. The doors are wide open, and it says, Welcome to the Virginia Abortion Clinic. No fetus can beat us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or maybe, Welcome to the Virginia Abortion Clinic. You make them, we'll scrape them. Is that the, do you use a hanger emoji when you talk about it on, on when you text? I, look, look, hey, I'll get down and dirty. I'll root around in it. This, to me, is one of the stupidest things that we fight about all the time in this country. I'm tired of it. I, I'm glad it's getting to where it's this point. Now it's up to the states. Now we don't have to hear about it every fucking election cycle. Oh, if they make this that easy, I, I'll tell you what right now. Neither side is going to like this if it goes that, because this is this is their go-to move. With six weeks left in the election, somebody always brings it in. We suddenly sound like the admin and crazy people. Sonny, uh, Sony, because Caucasians are just too damn tall. New Mexico, because maternity clothes are just too damn expensive. California, we hate babies too. Oh, man. Maybe Walmart can expand those stores for more optometry clinics, tax repairs, and a McDonald's and have abortion clinics. The doctors and nurses will even have those... (laughs) the blue vests, and there will be 10 abortion tables available, but one doctor to do. <laughs> All the self ones are taken. We have a self-abortion ta- table here. Oh, my God. We're all going to hell. We are all going to hell for this. Oh, you know who's not going anywhere? That's Joe Biden. Look here. Joe Biden, our, our commander-in-chief. And it's, I've been impressed. I've been on a lot of university campuses. Matter of fact, for four years, I was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. No, no, you weren't. No, no, no. And wheelchair basketball player, Matt Scott. Wheelchair. Wait for it. Here we go. Don't jump. (laughs) Good God. Breaking news, the White House finally denounces. Wow, finally? Hey, they're listening. We're being listened to in the Oval Office right now. That's how powerful this show is. What have we talked about for the last 45 fucking minutes? It's this goddamn abortion issue. 
Yeah, I, I am going to take that as a victory for the Arnie State Show right there. Ladies and gentlemen of the ass family, we fucking matter. Good old Joe. Joe Biden does not have the balls to go to the Ukraine. You know who does? So please keep wearing your mask, even when you're out walking your dog. Right, guys? Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit, ineffective. Jill Biden visited Ukraine yesterday. You know, on a day you figured she'd be with her kids, even though one of her kids is probably Hunter, and she's like, I don't know if I want to be around him. He might be all cracked up right now. No, but but she's 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 making a trip to a war zone alone. I wanted to come on Mother's Day, uh, the U.S. lady said. I, I thought it was important to show Ukrainian people that this war has to stop. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second there. Um. Did you hear what she just said? I wanted to come on Mother's Day. I thought it was important to show the Ukrainian people that this war has to stop. And that this war has been brutal and that the people of the United States... You need to tell the people in Russia that this war needs to stop. Those people in Ukraine don't want to be fighting it, dummy. How dumb is she? Is she dumber than Joe? I'll give Joe one thing. He's lasted longer than I thought. I figured he would have had a stroke on camera by now. I'm getting to that point, Andrew. Andrew, I'm getting close, man. I mean, it's almost been two full. He's he's coming up on two years. If he makes it two years, I'll be impressed. And kids don't like her either. So Jill Biden and Nancy Pelosi have gone into a war zone, and Joe stays behind. Remember that scene in Godfather 3 when Andy Garcia hears a noise and sends out Bridget Fonda? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you picked that up too, Alicia, telling Ukrainians like they started it, that this war has to end. Yeah, no shit, Jill. I mean, wait a second. You're telling us that this war needs to stop? The people that were invaded? Who are you talking to? Uh, but it's so funny that, that Joe hasn't been there. You know that Joe was like sitting in the White House just waiting. Where you been? Why'd you go there? I haven't even been there yet. You promised. Joe doesn't want to go because everybody knows him there already. They've already paid him off through Hunter. Come on. Oh. And thanks to this. Okay. Okay. I'm calling for it now. Something needs to happen to this guy. So, two weeks ago, Mr. Anthony Fauci came out and said that America is out of the pandemic. We're done. 
coronavirus thing of the past. Then he went to the Washington, D.C. correspondence dinner, hung out, open mouth kissing with Don Lemon and other people. Nobody there was wearing masks except the servers, of course. Then, a couple days after that, he came out and said, whoa, 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 we're still in a pandemic, people. And now he says he's frustrated about the optics of the White House Correspondents' Dinner. What are you upset at? He's, he's upset because of the express frustration with the growing perception that the pandemic is over. You need, you're losing sight of the need to continue protecting the nation's most vulnerable. So I guess nobody then at the White House Correspondents Center were the most vulnerable because nobody was wearing masks there. Oh, and by the way, they had a gigantic COVID outbreak. By the way, nobody's getting sick anymore. I saw it on the news this morning. I haven't seen it on the news in two weeks. And they were giving out COVID numbers again today. Is it time to ramp it up because the abortion thing fucking fell flat? Like, I, I, I don't understand this whole COVID anymore. It's fishy as fuck. That, 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 I like that phrase. It's fishy as fuck. When you have Anthony Fauci come out and Bill Gates being the only two people in the world talking about how, oh, more is going to happen. Isn't it time we maybe, I don't know, investigate them? And I'm not talking about, like, legal groups like the FBI, because the FBI sucks anyway. I, I, I Look, look, I'm, I, I'm not afraid anymore. I'll, I'll, I'll say that the FBI sucks out loud. I said it. I said I said it. Crooked is a question mark. I would rather work with the CIA. But I'm talking about some sleuth journalist, some up-and-comer, somebody who's looking to do what's right, to do a breaking story. I want to investigate why Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci are talking about this so much. Because I'm betting they know some stuff. Jill got him a T-shirt. The first lady went to Ukraine, and all she got me was this shitty T-shirt. Thanks, Jill. Funny thing is, she got it in a duty-free shop in D.C. <laughs> Wait till COVID-19 version 2.0 Bill Gates edition shows up. Then we'll thank our, our overloads, Fauci and Gates. Those are the only two people on the face of the earth that are even talking about this, except for the Chinese who are locking down their people and enslaving their people. But they've been doing that forever, so we don't pay attention to that. Uh, the FBI has proven to be crooked. I mean, they were implicated in January 6th, and the issue worth Gretchen Whitless here in, in Michigan, not to mention the fact that they, for three years, went along with the whole idea that there was Russian collusion in the election, even though they were paid off by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic National Party to do so. That should be enough right there to disband the FBI. Even when the CIA comes out, three months ago or two months ago with a report 
and says, there is no way, there is no way in hell. What the hell is going on with my fucking headphones right now? They're all wrapped up. But the, the CIA came out and said there is no way that it was humanly possible for Russian collusion to happen. So you got like the FBI's mean big brother coming out and going, you guys fucked up. You guys fucked up bad. But we allow these billionaires and these doctors to run around and say this stuff. Just tell me why you're saying it. That's all. Give me, give me reasons. Do you know something? And the answer is yes. Man, oh man. Now, there's one guy on the Democratic side who I have not, I haven't despised him as much as a lot of people have over the last 30 or so years. Uh, but his name is James Carville, the raging Cajun. The guy looks like a penis with glasses. Very, very left-oriented, was, I believe, the, the chief of staff for Clinton's first time in office or his first four years. He's come out, and he is slamming his own party. And I, I love watching Democrats rip their own party apart. Bill Maher over the weekend was telling people uh, that the abortionists, he, he was saying, in, in essence, the same thing that I've said. It's going to become a state's rights issue. Just move to that state then. If you want to have abortions, go to California. Go to New York, go to Virginia, go to New Mexico, go to these states that there's 24 or 26 of them. He says, uh, Carl said that the outrage fueled by the leaked Supreme Court draft last week might not be sufficient to drive voters in favor of November. He claimed that the ultra-liberal politics... Much of the Democratic Party has largely ignored the main line of the U.S. And he, he's right. He's saying they're too busy fighting over being woke issues like veganism and pronouns. When in essence, what he's saying is, if the pronoun fight is your biggest fight, you probably shouldn't enter in national politics. And honestly, that is the fight of the National Party. The Democratic National Party, that's one of their big fights. I don't know how much veganism is in there, but I do know that the wokeness is in there. And the wokeness is going to kill that party. I like Mr. Carville, or at least I respect I do too. I've, I've always respected him. He's always been really, really smart. And, and, and I like him, too, because he's a smartass. He's not afraid. He's a political guy who's not afraid to tell the truth for his party, at least. Douglas, you, you, you hit it right on the head. Pronouns are so much more important than trivial things like the cost of food and gas. So much so. You better call me by my right names or what? Or what? Because I, I, I'm telling y'all, this pendulum is going to swing. It's going to swing. Th- this pendulum is going to swing a lot faster than the other pendulums, this whole pronoun thing. 
because you're going to be put in front of a judge. Somebody's going to sue a company because they didn't use the proper pronouns. They're going to sue the company, and they're going to come up on a judge like me and go, oh, they didn't use your, your correct pronouns? How'd that make you feel? Oh, that made you feel bad? Why don't you, why don't you leave the job then? Why don't you quit? Well, I like the job. Well, that's too bad because they, they used the wrong pronouns. They made you mad. How can you work for a company you were made mad at? I, I think that my, my ruling is that you should quit. No, you're not going to get any monetary value out of them using the wrong pronouns because, well, that's on you. You see, when you get triggered, when you're triggered, you're responsible for you being triggered. You're responsible for how you feel when somebody says the wrong pronoun, either on purpose or on accident. It's up to you on how you react. If I were to say, uh, pardon me, sir, and it was a ma'am, and I was making a genuine mistake, and they were to come at me, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to eviscerate them. I'm, I'm going to break them down. If I made an honest mistake, I will say, I, hey, I apologize. If they say, pardon me, I, I, I'm actually a female, I would say, I am so sorry. I, I apologize, ma'am. And th- that's what I would say. Come after me, though. It's on. And, and by the way, by the way, I, I, I know that Douglas is, is speaking in jest. If you really believe that your pronouns are the most important thing you've got going for you, you shouldn't leave the house. you you got a lot of work to do. you got a lot of work to do. If you're worried about people using the wrong pronouns for you, stay at home. No, I, I'm not going to subsidize you to stay at home. You're, you're going to stay at home. You're going to starve to death. Stay at home. We, you're not welcome in society. It's real easy. It's real easy. You just nut up. Somebody using the wrong pronouns, so what? God almighty, we fight over pronouns now. So dumb. So dumb. But, hey, that, 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 that's the stupidity. Speaking of stupidity, we've got to go back to Joe. Oh, Joe. Joe, come on. For not the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, but seventh time now. For the seventh time, Joe Biden has told that fake Amtrak conductor story. He was at a new manufacturing plant in Ohio, and he decides to tell that goddamn story about how he's taking the, the, the train like 48 billion miles. He's taking it to the moon and back because his little friend Manny there, or, or whatever the guy's name was, oh, Angelo, he tells the story again even though everybody outed him the last three times he's told the story. Nothing is going to stop this man from lying to you. Oh, furthermore, when they demand the made-up pronouns, fuck them. My, my pronouns are Z and G. No, you, no they aren't. <laughs> I ain't going to call you that. What is some uh, macho man looking trans shouting in your face saying, it's a ma'am. 
Look, I'll say, hey, I, I apologize. Sorry about that. Depends. I Look, man, I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm so tired of this bullshit world. Macho man type figure comes in, oh, it's ma'am. I might slap you in the fucking mouth and say, you're not Randy the Macho Man Savage. How about that? I'm tired of this bullshit world. We allow the president to lie again about this story, even though both sides of the media have called him out on it. And he tells the story to emphasize the need for an infrastructure repairs for America's rail system. Well, we all take the plane now. Sorry, Joe. Yeah, oh, if he lies about stupid little shit like that, you don't think he wouldn't hesitate to lie about something that actually mattered? Of course he's lying about that. Hell, he's probably the one that gave out the addresses to the Supreme Court justices to where people could fucking gather outside their homes. And by the way, if they're in the streets and they're protesting and they can say, uh, eh, we're, we're, we're in the public streets, yeah, but you are disturbing the peace. It's a very peaceful neighborhood. You're disturbing the peace. You're all going to be arrested. Fuck you. Uh, The key issue with the story, by the way, is that the old man retired uh, from Amtrak in 1993, which was 15 years after Joe Biden is talking what he's talking about. The old man died in 2014, so if he was alive, we'd be going up to him and go, did Joe really do this? And he'd be like, no, he didn't really do that. And Joe would still tell the story. Oh, Joe. And and showing how that apple doesn't fall far from the tree. All kinds of shit has been surfaced on the guy who turned in the laptop. As I wait for the story to be pulled up. Oh, come on now. Is it not coming up? He's suing a bunch of people, by the way. Let's see, will the other one come up? Okay, there's that one. Maybe that one will come up. All right, this isn't coming. I guess Hunter Biden used. Oh shit! It did come up. I just didn't wait for it. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Let's see if I can get to come up again. There we go. Uh, so the guy who's fixing the laptop is suing uh, Adam Schiff, CNN, Politico, The Daily Beast. Uh, suits were filed against Adam De- or Democratic Republican Adam Schiff, CNN, The Daily Beast, Politico. Each is charged with defamation after accusing him of distributing Russian misinformation. <laughs> uh, after fighting to reveal the truth, all I want now is for the rest of the country to know that there was a collective and orchestrated effort by social and mainstream media to block a real story with real consequences, he told CNN or New York Post. I like this guy. And this this is the other, this is the funny one here. 
is that allegedly Hunter Biden used a dirty word to protect one of his laptops. Uh, let's see. Biden carried three MacBook Pros computers and said, I need the data recovered off of these, but they all have liquid damage and won't turn on. 15-inch model was complete write-off, but another was slightly better shape. The keyboard was unresponsive. I pulled out an external keyboard, asked the permission to log on. Hunter started laughing. Uh, my password is fucked up. <laughs> His password is the phrase fucked up. Biden then reportedly revealed the password was anal fuck 69 or something to that extent. Oh, uh, after l- loaning Biden the keyboard and sending him on his way, Mac grabbed the uh, beer to gut extracting the data in the third lap stri- laptop's hard drive. It only took a few files before I noticed pornography. This is a vocational hazard. I'd gotten rather used to it and give no mind. I was a little amazed by the sheer quantity, though, and by the boldness of leaving porn files on one's desktop. He only has like three or four stories that he tells on repeat. Now he can, we can hope for is that they're coherent enough to tell uh, the story in order. I told him the one word to define America, oh, oh, was Dick, um, President Z Istanbul. Look, if he's only stuck on three stories, bring back the corn pop story. The corn pop story is the best. friend of mine is a huge Waylon Jennings fan, and I guess some guys come out <clears throat> saying that he and Waylon, Tommy Townsend, has come out and said he and Waylon made a bunch of music they never released, and now he wants to release it, so we'll see. Ain't no fuck 69, so a completely unrealistic, physically impossible <laughs> to obtain position. Such a child. <laughs> he is such a child. My God. Hunter, your days are not. I'm just going to tell you right now. I need to add a prediction to my 2022 list, but it but it only goes into effect after the November elections, and I believe this will happen from somewhere between October 15th and probably November 7th. Hey, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm getting down with this one. October 15th, November 7th or 8th. There might be a mysterious accident to Hunter Biden. Just saying. Because the Republicans have already come out and they said he is public enemy numero uno. He is the number one thing we are going after when we get the red wave in November. If there's no way to stop that red wave, Hunter Biden's days for this world may be numbered. Just saying. I want to see it happen, but it's probably going to happen. All right, final story of the first break here. I don't have more... Uh, information on what's going on 
so I'm just going to report the truth. Ever wonder if the Winter Soldier was inspired by Hillary? People mysteriously dying and nobody... uh, Exactly. The State Department of the United States of America is closely monitoring a situation that's happening right now in the Bahamas. Um... They're trying to figure out what killed three Americans and left a fourth hospitalized. Maybe Hillary's down there. She's getting some practice in. I don't know. Um, Nobody's saying a word what happened. Um, The Prime Minister Chester Cooper said the bodies of one woman and two men were found Friday at a Sandals Emerald Bay Resort, so not like a dump, so a decent, well, I don't know how good it was, but a separate woman was also airlifted to a hospital. Police in the area said it's not clear how the individuals died, stating that their death was sudden. There were no signs of trauma found on the first victim. Police went to the second villa where a man was found unresponsive and slumped against the wall in the bathroom. In the bedroom, a woman was found unresponsive. They showed signs of convulsion. So the State Department's looking into it. I don't have any more to tell you. I'm just reporting on this story before it breaks and becomes humongous. Um, But something's happening in the Bahamas right now, and it, it... it's being monitored by the State Department, which that just kind of makes me worry a little bit there. Brett says, uh, maybe Hillary will take out Hunter. God. Hey, Hunter, you're, you're kind of dumb. So if Hillary Clinton says she wants to take you out to dinner, don't go. Whatever you do, don't go. If it's the Palmas, then send Special Agent Roy Fitzgerald down there. He's not too far away. He'll pop their heads off with his arms. Until they start talking. I don't know. Roy Roy grew his hair out. I, I, I think I don't know if he's as strong as he used to be. He grew his hair out. But now he's a Texan, so God bless Roy. As an HVAC tech, this is not related to the equipment. It's a big story in my industry, likely due to cleaning a cleaner used during cleaners that weren't supposed to be mixed. Oh, wow. But it was in the Bahamas, so it won't matter even though it did happen to Americans. Oh, by the way, oh, there's something I did want to tell you. So, fucking A, the Stars won last night, I guess. Uh, and, and and they're at home again on, like, Tuesday or something, right? So I was going to go to a Stars game, Stars playoff game, hockey game. I was very excited about it. I went online to look at tickets. I found some tickets that weren't too bad. They were, like, 60 bucks. I was like, okay, I, th- that's not bad. Going to go go to the hockey game, get a couple tickets, go to the hockey game. Never been to a hockey playoff game. I was very excited about that. So I click on the two seats, and I get to the, the part where I'm checking out, and all of a sudden, I notice the transaction fee. So tickets were 60 bucks each. The transaction fee was $24 a ticket. $24 a ticket. 
My tickets were $120. The transaction was $96. By the way, I did all the work. I was the one that located the seats. I was the one that clicked on them. I was the one who agreed to whatever. I did not hit continue after I saw that. I did not get the tickets. No, uh uh-uh. Sorry, I can't do that. That's bullshit. Mm Mm-mm. I don't like that at all. You got to watch yourself. Man, I tell you what. Hey, you got to watch these people. They'll get away with murder if you let them. All right, phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler. And over the weekend, we lost a true legend. The cousin of Jimmy Swaggart and Jerry Lee Lewis, a man who I hold near and dear to my heart because he was the man who opened up the biggest honky-tonk in the world in Pasadena, Texas. And a certain little movie was shot there, a movie called Urban Cowboy. That place was Gillies, named after Mickey Gilly, who passed away at the age of, I believe, 83 this weekend. Go get him, killer. A one, a two, a one, two, three, go! How the girls all get prettier at closing time how they all begin to look like movie stars How the girls all get prettier at closing time When the change starts taking place It puts a glow on every face Of the fallen angels of the backstreet bars If I could rate them on a scale from one to ten Looking for a nine, but eight could work right in. A few more drinks, and I might slip to five or even four. When tomorrow morning comes, and I wake up with a number one, I swear I'll never do it anymore. How the girls all get prettier at closing time. How they all begin to look like how the girls all get prettier at closing time When the train starts taking place It puts a glow on every face Of the fallen angels of the backstreet ball Robert Redford, even overhaul. We all picture in our minds a girl that looks just right. <laughs> ain't it funny? Ain't it strange? The way a man's opinions change when he starts to face that lonely night. All the girls all get prettier at closing time. How they all begin to look like. 
There's a big brown cloud in the city And the countryside to sin The price of life is too high to give up It's gotta come down again But worldwide war is over and done And the dream of peace comes true We'll all be drinking that free bubble up And eating that rainbow stew When we find out how to burn the water And the gasoline car is gone When an airplane flies without any fuel And the sunlight heats our home One of these days when the air clears up And the sun comes shining through We'll all be drinking that free bubble up And eating that rainbow stew I've just been handed Whoa. an urgent and horrifying Whoa. news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Now, now look here. We, we got to have some fancy music play here. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get that. Uh, on the Superfans page, we now have a book review available. That is correct. The literary people have said we want to speak. V. Coop is reviewing Laptop from Hell, the Hunter Biden exam book, book, whatever it is. We have a book review now up. How awesome is that? We do everything here. Movies, TVs, books. Somebody needs to go to a play. Not it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cowboys Girl says, anybody see the USC fights? Leg kick to the jaw. I saw the highlights of it. I was watching the Canelo fight. I was watching the boring-ass Canelo fight where he lost. I, I heard the UFC card was good, so there you go. Good. Chandler knocked out Ferguson with the leg kick. Then he called out Conor McGregor. Have you seen Conor McGregor lately? Well, that motherfucker's going to have to lose some weight. He is jacked. 
they said he's like he weighs like as much as a super heavyweight. I don't think he's at two sixty yet, but he's big. He's fucking jacked, man. He's a little bit. He, he's like the most jacked leprechaun you'll ever see. Now speaking of fancy music, um. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong. He's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting when she's not too busy squirting. Her ginger will never last with a shitty half ass podcast. The fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, cold blimey. I still say they're a couple of wankers. Yeah, yeah, they really are. And, uh, this is getting, now we got something to watch. The, the good old Diamond Jubilee event that, that's happening for the Queen. Well, the palace staff has come out and said, yeah, we're going to be blocking all of uh, ha- Harry and Meghan's Netflix cameras. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they aren't going to get a, a shot on the balcony. No, 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 no. We're not going to let that happen. Blimeys. Uh, they're not going to let it happen after uh, the giant streaming service said bosses were furious that the prince gave an interview to about the queen to NBC. I didn't even put that together. You know, they have this $100 million deal with Netflix. And he does this one-on-one interview with with, 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 with Hoda. Did he do it with Hoda? I mean, he didn't even do it with Gail. He did it with Hoda. And Netflix is like, hey, wait a second. We got people that can interview you, you dick. The royal aides might act as minders if the film crew follows the couple around on the return. This is so funny. And, oh, oh, it only gets better, kids. It only gets better with this. Megan now, that, that limey bitch, has removed all references to her animation show, Pearl, after the woke production was axed, finally, somebody is listening to, to reason. They aren't giving you anything. Why are you paying them? The working title for the Markle-created show was officially canceled last week. Good. 
Like many girls her age, our heroine pearls on a journey of self-discovery as she tries to overcome life's daily challenges. Well, that show sounds like it sucks. Well, that's what I want to go and watch on Netflix. I want to see a, a story about a young girl on her journey through life that doesn't involve finger blasting and lots of drug use. Hey, I already have that show. It, it stars Zendaya on HBO. The fuck is the name of that damn, what's the name of that dirty show? Hell, I don't know what the name of it is right now. I just know that we already have this this young girl's journey through a mad, mad world. Uh, the song is going to be in my head for the next 12 hours. I'm in the ER today. Good, 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 good. I love Michael Chandler. It wasn't a leg kick KO. It was a teep to the jaw that put him to sleep for a while. That was a bit scary, but fucking insane at the same time. Euphoria, that's it. Thank you, Hot Mama. Yeah, I've already got the story about a young girl going through her journey. And it shows lots and lots of titties, but way too much dick on that show. So I can't recommend it. Uh, Again, people, they want, apparently my other music isn't, but even a blind pig finds a truffle sometimes. When someone pays a bunch of money for a product or service and you don't deliver, it's often called a pyramid scheme. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Markles did it. Look what they did to Spotify. They're still waiting, by the way, on this podcast. Spotify, you dickbags. I am on your streaming service. If you want to sign somebody who will give you content each and every day, look no further. Hello? I deliver content every single day, hours of it. You're welcome. But you're going to pay them $100 million. Tell you what, tell you what. My deal, you, you can pay me a, a, a 1% of that. Give me a million dollars for, what was it, a year they're going to pay? You give me a million dollars for the year. I'll broadcast. I won't take any more days off. million bucks. Stupid asses. Oh, look, I, I get Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan props out content all the time. These two idiots, Meghan Markle has never put out anything. They said they had, like, they, they wanted, like, 100 hours. Okay, so, like, what, three weeks worth of work for me? Four weeks worth of work for me? They, they couldn't get that done in over a year? Please. Please. And the animation series of a young girl going through her, her first menstrual cycle. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that one. Uh, all right, where do we go from here? Let's see, as everything has become unhighlighted in my computer. Oh, who do we go with? Let's go with the Johnny Depp case, shall we? Where, 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 where's, where's my people's court music? Yeah. Now look, if you're looking to watch it this week, you can't. They're taking a week off. Now what's going on is Johnny Depp's trying to prove to a jury 
that she defamed him in her op-ed that she wrote for the Washington Post. Now, this has been going on for a while. And, man, oh, man, Amber Heard, I guess she really stepped in it last week. Okay, we don't need this anymore. No more Judge Wapner. She stepped in it. I, I saw a video, and you usually don't see lawyers do this. Watching the movie A Few Good Men, you, you, you learn about how good lawyers react. And, and I'll never forget the scene the, day, the night before they were going to court and how Kathy, Tom Cruise, told them, look, if you're going to hand paper, hand it quickly, hand it, hand it swiftly. Uh, don't make any reactions. Don't make any big reactions whatsoever. If something doesn't go their way or if something does, don't make any reactions. Amber Heard was testifying last week and brought up, uh, oh, 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 who's the real thing? Kate Moss. Now, I don't know what it is that she, she said, but she brought up Kate Moss. And when she did, the, the cameras, the, this video I'm watching, it cut to Johnny Depp who just looked down and smiled, and you could see his attorney do a fist pump behind him. So I guess there's going to be something, and now that Amber Heard said it, it can now be opened up and talked about in court. So it was like something that Johnny Depp's people couldn't bring up unless it was brought up by her, and as soon as she said it, their side reacted, and it was gold. Was that before or after she took the bump of coke on? I, I got to see this video because, Andrew, you said you put this video up. Hold on a second. Uh, let's see. Um, let's go here. Let's go to Super Fan. I, I, I need to see and hear this. Okay, here we go. Here's Amber Heard. Oh, my God. She totally did use cocaine. What I mean, oh my lord. You need to go to the Superfans page if you haven't seen this. She looks down, she's got her napkin, and she puts it up and goes. Mm. She's totally doing dope there. I call for a mistrial right away. Not a mistrial, but everything in favor of Johnny Depp. And you know how much I don't like Johnny Depp. Even in court, he looks dirty. Oh my god, that's so fantastic. Which one did you put up, Kale? Let's see. Let's see. Go to link. We'll go to the link real quick here. I don't know why everything has to open in Chrome in that one. Oh, here we go. Wait, hold on. Why am I not getting... Oh, because I don't have the video up. Oh, shit. Sorry. Without my glasses, I cannot see. Hold on a second. Let's play this. My dog stepped on a bee. My dad has to pee. <laughs> My mom's stuck in a tree. My dog stepped on a bee. My dad has to pee. <laughs> My mom's stuck in a tree. She makes all these weird My squirrel got bit by a flea. Without my glasses, I cannot see. <laughs> oh. Yeah, who blows her nose by sniffing in the tissue? She's totally doing dope. 
I mean, I'm surprised she just didn't cut up a big old chunky line. She probably didn't cut it up because Johnny would have fucking ran up there first. Oh, Alicia, have a great day. As a criminal investigator and a former drug enforcement team leader, I can say she absolutely took a hit of coke. Oh, my God. Like word vomit right there. I can hear the words of a few good men without doing my best Jack Nicholson, which is awful. You can't handle the truth. Well, I, look, look, as, as a man who has picked a lot of boogers, I, I ain't afraid to say it. I picked my nose. Grandmother told me if I didn't pick my nose, ants would grow up there. I have never stuck a napkin up my nose and then to get rid of the booger. I, I just made Bubba get up. He's like, what the hell? We got Coke, Dad? <laughs> when they resume, she'll be wiping her tears away with a bong. She took it like a champ, not even a, a bit of eye-watering. No more than a casual sniff-sniff. Fucking strong right there. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. It was probably just a menthol inhalant to help her cry. My eyes water when I hear, you know, the nose spray. Oh, I hear you. I hope the judge sees that video and charges her with possession. Did she use dope on stage? That is fantastic. Boy, and I tell you what, she did have some ugly cry moments on, on stage, but that, the one picture that I put up over the weekend, I just put up, oh, Beaker, no, because she looked just like Beaker with the wig on. from, from Beaker from my Muppets. Me, 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 me. I've never sniffed the cocaine, but I assume that it may. I've never done cocaine either. I, that's one, one of the, the one of the few drugs I've never done. But I don't know if it does it make your eyes water. I, I'm not sure. They still haven't caught these people. This Amy White or this Vicky White chick, this gal who let the help the guy get out of jail, they still ain't caught them. Your eyes won't water if you're a pro. Yeah, good old Amber Heard. God bless her. That's right, V Coop won't water. Okay, all right. Hey, I'll take y'all's word for it. So we've we've got a week off. Hopefully, she'll be in a treatment center for that week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I guess your eyes don't water. Bam, 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 bam. I mean, if we have to be honest here, it, I, I mean, and go through it all and make sure, you, you know, we, we have to do it the right way. You know, you got to do the... Stop it. Get some help. Please don't do that. There you go. That's the way to do it. So a casual user should not try this Amber Heard trick. There's a little device that looks like a bullet that makes it easier to sneak a toot. Yeah, she got a little old tootsie in there. Good God, boy, that's ballsy to take it in there. She figures, oh, it's not a criminal case. They can't arrest me. 
Speaking about somebody that should be arrested, this is so weak. I, 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 you know, here's the thing. Chris Rock came out this weekend and made a little joke about how he was assaulted by the softest black rapper in history, Will Smith. And you know what? Chris Rock has never been more right. Will Smith enters a therapy to help him recover from Slapgate, but fans aren't convinced that the LOL therapy is slapping is crazy. He went to India on a surprise vacation. It was done for spiritual purpose. The idea of therapy would also indicate that perhaps Will's mental health is not in a good place. Therefore, the chances of him coming back to the acting profession anytime soon is far away off. Oh, no. What will we do without another Will Smith movie? Oh, my God, the humanity. Somebody wrote, no amount of namastes will make up for that. What's up, Zach? Good morning to you, my friend. Can you imagine me up there trying to get my casual bump in? Fucking choking, eyes watering. I cough and gag so much, I poof all my cocaine in the Kleenex all over the stand. Whoops-a-daisy. Look here. Will Smith has entered therapy. He's entered rehab. What, for being a gigantic douche nozzle? I didn't know they had douche nozzle rehab. You, you want real rehab? You let fucking Chris Rock fucking eviscerate you for seven to eight minutes in front of your fucking wife. I don't remember the last Will Smith movie I watched. Maybe I Am Legend, LOL. I mean, before, honestly, like before... Because I, I went and saw the King Richard movie, and it was a good movie. It was a good movie based on the story. The acting didn't really, I mean, the acting brought the story to life, so he did a great job. I don't have a problem with him getting an Academy Award. It was a good movie. But before that, man, I think mine was like the concussion movie. You know, where Will Smith, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing. This is kind of when I knew Will Smith was was jumping the shark. So Will Smith plays this doctor who is one of the main doctors who is responsible for finding CTE in the brain of football players, guys who get too many concussions. And the sad problem is, is that there is only one way to to diagnose somebody with CTE, and that's not until after they die. And I remember watching this movie, and, you know, there was a lot, a lot of people saying, well, I'd never let my kids play football, and this is bad, and football, and football, and football is bad. 
yet it's still the number one sport in America by far, so people are going to allow him to play. But the, even Will Smith came out, and, and he couldn't believe that his movie didn't have – he actually came out and said, I can't believe that my movie didn't have more of an impact. Well, you can, you can think that all you want. You can't come out and say it then afterwards. You can't think that your, your movie was going to be impactful against the number one sport in the world. Well, next to soccer. But, hell, they've gone after soccer. You know, there's some kids that can't head balls now, I guess. It's so dumb. He should rehab with Dr. Drew. Guarantees he'll disappear or Gary Busey will eat his face. No, 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 Your Honor. I would never sniff the booger sugar on the stand. Ah, the good old devil's dandruff. Tell the truth, tell the truth. I think my history with Will Smith stops in mid-late 90s. If you stop there, his career is gold. Pretty much, yeah. Zach, what will the world do without Bad Boys? Look, I like the Bad Boys series. I didn't have, maybe that was the last movie I saw his. Bad Boys. Yes, thank you. I like the Bad Boys movies. I mean, they, they're funny. It, it, I mean. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, I mean, exactly. There's some kids that can't head balls. I think that's a statement Jeffrey Epstein said a time or two. No, like soccer, soccer leagues now are saying that you have to be a certain age to hit the ball with your head. Well, isn't that one of the fundamentals of the game of soccer? And you're taking it away? Even though, and this is, this is my favorite part, when it comes to soccer or football, as it's called in other countries, you realize they've been playing it for hundreds of years, correct? This idea, oh, we, we can't let kids get sport. You get hurt in sports. That's a part of the game. I'm sorry it's a part of the game. I apologize. I don't want it to be part of the game. But it is. You can't outlaw everything. If I was a kid and I ever went to a bowling alley and they had the bumper rings up, I wouldn't have bowled. That's not bowling. That's an exercise in mental retardation. That, that, that teaches you, well, that nothing wrong with throwing it too left or too right. Take those bumpers off, pussies. Can't do headers on Leper Island. There won't be any players left. But we've gotten so soft. So very soft. Oh, I think it's terrible what NFL players go through. But you see, here's the problem. That even though Colin Kaepernick has come out and equated it to the slave trade, the NFL doesn't start seeing players until they're about 21 years old, which means... They have been an adult, making adult decisions for themselves. Maybe they're not mature enough, but they're at that age of maturity to where you can make a decision to play in the NFL. 
Now, the NFL, it's going to be a lot faster. The hits are going to be a lot harder, and you're probably going to get hurt. It's not if, but when you get hurt in the NFL. And these grown men over the years have made their own minds up to play this dangerous game. Bad things happen to them in the game. And the owners for a long time, they didn't care. They just looked at this as farm equipment, really. They didn't realize they were dealing with actual human beings because the owners were super rich, so they didn't give a shit. So now we've gotten them to at least care a little bit, not saying that they do care overly for the field hands, if you will. These field hands who make hundreds of millions of dollars. And now they expect the league to pay, take care of them all the way through the rest of their life. Well, the league can't. That's up to you. You have to make your own big boy decisions then. If the league is too tough for you, you pull what Andrew Luck did and you leave. You're looked at as a yellow coward who couldn't get the job done slash bust. But, hey, he can sleep at night with his decision. He's a grown man. He doesn't care what I think about him. It used to be all the fam teams before going pro. Just like UFC fighters, they know they can get hurt. They still want to fight. Or boxers, or hockey players, or baseball players. All these things. Look, I hate injuries. I think injuries are horrible, but they are part of whatever game you're going to play. And if you have a game where two human beings are in the top physical shape of their entire life, where they're running full speed at one another, and then they hit each other with their bodies? Well, that just sounds fucking stupid. But, I mean, when you put the pads on, you put the teams together, it's pretty awesome. That's what they're doing. Yep, exactly, Ogre. Yep, Andrew Luck will cry into his pillows stuffed with $100 bills. Exactamundo. And he made that decision, and he can live with it. Now, there are guys in the league that probably stayed too long and they ain't going to be able to walk right, but you know what? They're going to have to man up, look at the mirror, and say, this is my decision. That's all I want, a little bit of personal responsibility in this world. Now, what, the, what happened to the NFL players when they were lied to about the traumas of head injuries, when they were lied to about that, the NFL should have absolutely had to pay retribution for that over the years. Yes, because they were lied to. They weren't told how bad concussions were. They were lied to, so of course you have to pay those generations of players. I have no problem with that. But now you know the truth? And I, I look, look, I, I'm going to sound not like the regular people. I, if my kid, if Arnie Jr., if I ever had a son, God forbid, who came up to me and said, Daddy, I want to play football, I'll let him play football. I ain't got a problem with the game. I know how safe they're making it. 
my son comes up to me and says, Daddy, I want to play baseball. I'll be right there with him. Basketball, same thing. It's not kidding anybody. My kid's never going to be running any fucking track events. Now, if he comes up and says, Daddy, I want to play soccer, well, we're going to be going in the car and going to a strip club because I need to introduce him to what girls are. But I'll make that decision. My kid wants to play football. He can play football. I got no problem with that. Uh, I'm going to save that one. That one you can save. Okay. Hmm. Where's modern family? There's modern family. Okay. Modern family vet uh, Ed O'Neill, also known as Al Bundy, is coming back, I guess, to TV. I I love Ed O'Neill. I think Ed O'Neill is great. I thought he was awesome. And and not, not only married with children, but modern family was fantastic as well. Uh, Ed O'Neill's just landed a new bit, uh, gig. Oh, boy. Ooh, this is going to be an FX limited series called The Sterling Affairs. And he's going to be playing Donald Sterling, the former owner of the Clippers. You know, the guy that had, like, the black girlfriend, but he used the N-word like there was no tomorrow? They're making about the... Oh, that's fantastic. Bravo, because last night, uh, Ogre, please forgive me on this. Now, and Ogre, I'd like your help on this. Last night on HBO, because HBO had a free preview on the weekend, it was the uh, season finale of Winning Time, the Lakers thing, with Magic and Kareem, and it showed how they won the 1980 championship. Well, I did not know that they had signed on for a season two. Now, I guess this has done really well on HBO, hence the Sterling Affairs, talking about Donald Sterling. Um, they're going to do a second season. What would you do the second season? Would you do it the next season? See, this is the way I thought about it, because this season started off with, with Magic heading into his press conference to retire, and then it went back to his rookie year. I read that Joe Biden is a huge fan of Donald Sterling. They probably partied together. But see, what I would do is I would start next year's series with a recap on the Lakers and then the day that, that Irvin retired. And then you fast forward and you have to do the, the Kobe Shaq years. See, I think you have to do the Kobe Shaq year. John C. Riley came out and said, look, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I've just signed on for one more year. You heard who the front runner for buying the Broncos is. The Waltons, a.k.a. owners, uh, say, well, wait a second. Don't they, don't some of the, don't some of them own the Rams? Because I've heard another era, another name that I was going to get to next talking about this. That name is Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's name's been, been thrown around in a group that he's headlining. Is he headlining the, the, the way, the, whatchamacallit? The, the Walmart people, I, I, I mean, I was going to get to that story next, but thanks. I mean, I was going to talk about this and the basketball, and now 
We have to go to Magic. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Magic Jointon uh, reportedly uh, joining a group led by 76ers co-owner Josh Harris. Doesn't say anything about the Walmart people. He is a part of the group that purchased the Dodgers in 2012, the WNBA Sparks, and Los Angeles Football Club soccer team. So there you go. The Broncos could be sold for two, $4 billion. <laughs> That's what I was hoping, Ogre. If they do the Kobe era, they can subtitle, <laughs> subtitle it the helicopter parent. <laughs> Magic Johnson is the male equivalent of Meghan Markle's enchanted pussy. Now look, look, look. I have watched. I, I've, always, I've always been honest with y'all. I've always been a fan of Magic Johnson. I, I loved Magic and Bird when they were in. I remember watching that game as a kid with my dad. The first season that the, the Mavericks were a team or in existence, the first or second season, we went to a, a few games. And... The, the, I remember the first game that we went to was against the Boston Celtics. And I got to see Larry Bird early on. I think it was like 80 or 81. And they allowed smoking, but not inside the arena part. They allowed it in the arena, but not in the arena part, not in the seating area. So my parents would go out and they would smoke during the game, and I'm sitting there watching. And, I mean, we're talking. Mikhail, Bird, DJ, I, I mean, just... So many great – that's why I enjoyed going to Mavericks game as a kid because I got to see all the greatest players play. I saw Dr. J's last game. I did get to see that 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 Lakers team. And I've always been a fan of Magic. Magic is, to me – now, I was always a Dr. J fan too, but Magic was the truth. <laughs> was Mikhail counting the bolts on the court just like in the garden? Hashtag cheers. I've been watching this documentary on a on a, the the HBO thing is not a documentary. They've gone out of their way to say it's not. Because Jerry West is thinking about suing because Jerry West is characterized as an old racist motherfucker or just a bad mouth motherfucker. Not really racist, just a fucking terrible human being. But uh, it's way different than the actual thing that's on Apple TV about Magic Johnson. And I've got, I think I've got one more episode to go. And I've seen it now where they talk about his HIV and all that kind of stuff. I still haven't seen what Magic did. They said when Magic Johnson first got diagnosed, his T-cell count was 203. 200 was the cutoff, and that's usually when AIDS kicked in. And he was at 203 when he was diagnosed. I just want to know what Magic's done. Just come on. Magic, it's been 31 years. Come on. You got to tell us what, I mean... I look. 
We've all heard stories about people that have gotten the HIV, and then it goes into full-blown AIDS. His never went into full-blown AIDS, thank God. But come on, man. Nobody's gotten bigger and healthier. Sam Walton has a $4 billion bid and wants a new arena. Didn't they just build this new Bronco? It's just like they had Mile High forever, and then they opened this one. What, is Denver becoming the new Atlanta to where they need a new park every three years? Do people trash that shit that much? Why do why does Denver need a new stadium? They just got one. I don't understand the politics in sports anymore. I, I just don't. By the way, uh, it seems that Bill Murray isn't the only one who's not acting accordingly on set. Fred Savage has been fired. I know, I know. This, this is bad. Fred Savage has been fired from his position as executive producer on the Wonder Years reboot after being accused of inappropriate conduct. Whoa. Oh, my. Please, please. Shit, look at this honky. Please say that's what the cast was doing with him. Oh, man. Allegations of inappropriate conduct by Fred Savage and his policy and investigation was launched. Upon its completion, the decision was made to terminate him. He had multiple complaints of alleged misconduct from his time as on-set producer and director of the series. The allegations included both verbal outburst and inappropriate behavior. I, I don't want any of this. Get this shit off my fucking screen. I don't care about you. Uh, they didn't want to do a reboot. Makes a good point. Uh, the, the, the California Native community. So if we went back to it, it would be kind of killing the integrity of the old intention of the show. Wow. And this isn't the first time. I guess he was on a show called The Grinder until that website ruined that show. He was on that show with, like, Rob Lowe. And they accused Savage of allegedly creating a hostile work environment. Now, 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 now let's all gather around, ass family. Just, just real fast. Just, just real fast. Would you ever think of Fred Savage, even as a man now, but... He was Kevin. Motherfucker was in The Princess Bride. He ain't, it's not like he's a a hulking man. Like, how do you let this guy intimidate you? He's Fred Savage. It doesn't like, that doesn't carry a lot of weight. It's not like saying, hey, hey. You're Al Pacino. Fuck you, too. See, that that name carries weight. Al Pacino. Fuck you, too. That carries weight. Let's see. uh, 
Who else? Oh, uh, Red Fox. Oh, no, you big dummy. Right there. That carries weight. Fred, Fred Savage? No. No. I mean, I don't blame him. Have you seen what Winnie looks like now? You would only do the reboot to get some pussy. Give that man his due. But, I mean, come on now. I don't care how old Fred Savage gets. I'll always think of him as an obnoxious little kid in that bed in Princess Bride. Exactly. He's a punk. Motherfucker gets inappropriate with me on set. I might just have to slap the son bitch. It's Fred Savage, man. It ain't like it's fucking Ice Cube. Ice Cube on saying, look, I'm going to do whatever the man says. Fred Savage, I might have to fight back. I mean, come on. I mean, when I think about even his brother, who, what's his brother's name, Randy? Fred and Benny, Ben, Ben Savage. He was from, like, Boy Knows Best or Boy Eats World or some bullshit like that. I think of the Savage Brothers. Oh, those guys are facts. Exactly. Come on. 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. I took a walk down a road, it's the road I was meant to stay. I see the fire in your eyes, but a man's gotta make his way. So are you tough enough for my love? Close your eyes to the heaven above. I'm coming home. I'm coming
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. A little 80s rock, a little hair band for you to get you going on this Monday. Cinderella, Poison, and even Warrant. That's right, I just played Warren on the show. I have completely sold out. Um, now, we, we did not have a celebrity-ass death match today because we didn't have anything to do. I got to come up with something for Friday because, well, we don't have a celebrity-ass death match, and I'm sorry. Got to figure something out. I don't know if this will lead us into the way, but this to me, this... Okay, I, I've lived back home here now for almost two years. I've been home for almost a full two years. And it feels great. Don't get me wrong. It, I, I love it. Love being back in Dallas. Love being back in Texas. I haven't really thought about a lot of the politicians in Dallas because I live in Rockwall, but I know I got to go to Dallas pretty much do anything. Dallas mayor is a fellow named Eric Johnson. I don't know where I stand on him. I just know that everybody in the Dallas City Council is crooked as a question mark. And they have been ever since I was a little kid. Dallas City Council is just stupid. And I've been I've been holding out on Mayor Eric Johnson until yesterday when I found this story. Eric Johnson. After an NFL on CBS tweet asks, if the NFL announced a new expansion team, what city do you think most deserves it? Now, a lot of cities and a lot of teams are saying, hey, the NFL needs to expand. We've been at 32 teams for 20 years now. It's time to expand. They want to go to 40 cities. They're saying, what city do you think most deserves it? Mayor Eric Johnson of the city of Dallas says, and I quote, the answer is Dallas. Why? We're about to pass Chicago Metro and become the third biggest metro in the U.S., which make us the largest U.S. metro without two teams. Football is king here. Dallas needs an expansion team, and we would be able to sustain two NFL teams better than L.A. or New York. And I am here to say, Mayor Johnson. I'm sorry, that was not even close to being loud enough. Mayor Johnson. You want another team in Dallas? How dare you? Before we even get going, before we even get going on how stupid and asinine this is. How about them Cowboys? They are the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I know they're not much of a, a, a threat right now, but we're talking about one of the greatest franchises in all of sports. And you want to muck up Dallas? With another shithole team? Don't we already have the Rangers? You want another team? And no. No, 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 no. 
Ogre 100% correct. Austin in San Antonio just said, excuse me? Especially San Antonio. No, I don't want him even in Fort Worth. No, we have one team here. It's the Dallas Cowboys. The end. No. And by the way, there is no way. No way in hell that Jerry Jones would allow this to happen. No way. Everything that Mayor Eric Johnson just said, the Cowboys can serve all that better than most two teams. At least put them somewhere in Fort Worth. No. Oh, I agree with you. There's only one team in the Metro. Yeah, I mean, look, come on. No. No. Imagine having 40 teams, how much greedier they can get. I, I, look, I don't, first of all, first of all, let, let's, let's, let's just nip this in the bud real quick. No to expansion. Here's what I'll offer. These teams that are having problems putting asses in seats, just move them. That's what you're doing already. Move them to markets that are ready for them. If you can't sustain an NFL team in your in your backyard, then you don't get to keep it. Move it someplace else. We don't need more. It's going to water down the product. First of all, first of all, if you put that many teams in it, interest is going to go away because there's some purists out there, or at least some people that are okay with the 32 teams that'll go 40 teams and too many fuck off, and we're done. See, this idea that Roger Goodell has, that his little league is too big to fail. No, no, you're, you're only a couple more scandals away from, from the NFL. You're, you're a couple scandals away or one strike. Because people haven't had enough of your shit, Roger Goodell. What the fuck? Cowboys fans are fucking hardcore. What Dallas Texan uh, would be willing to put on another team's jersey? Makes no sense to me. I work in L.A. because L.A. isn't a football town. I think L.A. turns out for the L.A. Soccer Galaxy team more than they turned out for the Chargers and Rams. First of all, I hate the Houston Texans. Let's get that out on the plate. I haven't said that enough. If I hate the the Houston Texans who are six hours away from me, how much more am I going to hate this other team? Maybe assault-worthy more. We don't need another team. We don't need any more football teams. You want to keep your profits up? Then keep the games good. More people you add. You add 40 more teams. Or, or I'm sorry, not 40 more teams. You add eight more teams. That's close to 450 more players. Coaches and things like that. So now it's gone from like 800 players now to 1,200 players. 
but now you're going to be not getting the best of the best. You're going to start dipping down into that crap level. And that's what's going to happen to play in the NFL. It's going to turn to crap. The L.A. overall area is also twice as big as Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington areas. Yeah, I mean, look, look, look. We're in case. If you've never been to Dallas, Fort Worth area, it's kind of cool. Because, you see, we're encased. Dallas and Fort Worth are only like 30 miles from each other, and that that used to seem like a lot, 30 to 40, about 40 miles away from each other. Well, actually not even that, but but we'll, we'll say between 30 and 40 miles from each other, right? And in between is where we have Arlington. In the mid-city, and, and look, it, it, the city just grows around. There's a big circle around the city. You can get there easy. And that's why they call it the Metroplex. We ain't going to put up with no damn football team in Fort Worth. Fuck them. Where are they going to play? Eamon Carter? Fuck that place. I agree. Keep the games good and stop stealing Super Bowls. Continued like the Saints. You guys got robbed. Yeah, look, look, the... It's happening in all sports. Look, I'm watching a lot more baseball now, and the umpires are getting worse. And the umpires are getting worse by it because they can rely on instant replay, and I hate instant replay. But everybody has to have it because you have to have everything go correctly and perfectly. Otherwise, the bettors won't be happy. And if you don't think that this is all about betting, then you need to fucking grow up a little bit. Because that's what it's all about. Getting everything picture perfect and correct, even though errors are a part of baseball. And then adjusting rules in certain leagues where some plays are reviewable and other plays are not reviewable, even though they have instant replay on every single thing that happens on a play. So riddle me this, why is it that we don't have instant replay available for everything? It's not that way in baseball. It's not available for everything in baseball. Why not? It's not responsible for everything in football like bad calls. Why not? Well, Arnie, that would slow the game down too much. Well, if you want to get it right and you want to get it perfect, what do you want? It's this this is where it, it's such an easy thing for me. I would rather go back on the air of human error because that is part of the game. Not every wide receiver catches every pass. It's an error. Fumbles happen, turnovers happen. Those are errors. That's part of the game. And the referees making mistakes on the field. As much as I hate it, and I don't think that they should because they make so much money at the NFL level. I make like $250,000 a year to do 16 games. Four months worth of work. And yet most of them have full-time careers as well, which makes that even more amazing to me. But that it's part of the game. It's an error. It's a part of the game. You don't have to get everything correct. What, what is that teaching us in life, that we're not allowed to make errors anymore? I sure as fuck make a lot of errors every single day. 
Bring back Stickham and receivers will catch every pass. I love that idea. Let's do that. Let's allow steroids in baseball. I'm not coming after you, Andrew. I'm saying that, look, look, if you want to make it entertaining, if this is truly about entertainment and making money, then, yes, you bring back the Stickham immediately. Well, you're going to see some amazing catches then. Well, that put asses in seats. None of it is actually attainable, though. See, that's that's the one little issue that I have. You bring back the steroids in baseball, man, we're going to see bombs being hit, especially at these little fucking cat boxes that these teams play in. Hashtag New York Yankees. Don't even try. I blew a snot rocket out of their fucking right field. But, hey, that's your park? Okay, great. Bring back steroids. Let's see somebody hit 100 home runs in one season. You get a big left-handed guy up at bat in Yankee Stadium, he's going to hit 100 home runs. But asses in seats. That's what it's all about, right? But it's unattainable. So when your kids are playing sports in high school, if we still have them, if this whole thing hasn't been erased out, when your kids are playing sports in high school, they're going to have to attain some pretty lofty goals to get into colleges. How willing? How, how far are you willing to go? Maybe just one cycle of steroids for your kids? Maybe. Maybe a couple cycles? Maybe get some human growth hormone as well in there? Back, stick them. Uh, no calls for interference and hits on the quarterback. You, you build it, they will come. Oh, absolutely! All protection of the quarterback is gone. Tom Brady rule gone. You can hit them low. You can hit them high. You're given two steps. Or you're given one step. You got to pull back. I love it. You want to make football more fun to watch? I'll make football more fun to watch. Here you go. On all special teams play, well, now I won't say on on kicks, but on kickoffs and punts, the referees have to leave the field. You want to make you want to make football exciting? You bench the referees for punts and kicks. Both teams have you can't be offside, so and you can't false start. But everything else, A, okay. That, that's what you have the referee. You have one guy, the linesman there, to call offsides. But you can rough the shit out of the punter. If the punter gets the ball away, then you can hold. You can clip. That's the most, uh, the, the kickoff and punt returns, they're like triples in baseball. They're most ex- the most exciting play in the game. I'd watch football if there were no referees anywhere. No game clock. You just count one alligator, two alligator, then rush the quarterback. I, I, I won't go quite that far because I want the quarterback to be hit. And we're not getting rid of offensive linemen. Here you go. Keep the clock running. We, we, we have a game clock, but it doesn't stop unless you call timeout. No more bullshit running out of bounds. Because I don't know if y'all have ever noticed this, but, like, I've noticed this. 
when a team is winning in the second quarter and they throw an incomplete pass and there's like a minute and a half or like five minutes left in the half, the clock doesn't stop. Same thing at the end of the game. It usually doesn't stop too much when the winning team is ahead in doing that. So we get rid of we we get rid of the game clock by not ever stopping it unless it's a timeout. I'll still give you the two minute warning too because that yeah it's necessary. No more five hour fucking games. Overtime rule is this. Both teams get the ball from the 22-yard line. Actually, from the 20-yard. Both teams get the ball from the 20-yard line. If you score on the first time, you can either go for two or kick. If the next team ties you, then it's every, every play is the go for two, just like in college. We'll give you one time each. But then it's it, it, it's mano y mano. Oh, I've just put so many asses in seats. I mean, I've saved football now. I've saved baseball so many times with telling them to call the strike zone. You call the strike zone, people are in the seats. Why? Baseball time, the game speed up, and there's more excitement in the game. Why? Because batters are swinging more. If you're calling a larger strike zone, that means... They're going to be putting the ball in play a lot more. Correct? Correct. Asses seats. Thank you very much. How to save hockey. Easy. Get rid of offsides. You want to you have asses in seats? You, do, you get rid of the offsides. Man, oh man, would that speed that game up and we'd get scores like 9 to 8. Because that's what we want in America. We want to see scores. What about a 90-minute game clock? No clock stoppage unless it's a timeout. Change of quarter or two-minute warning. I like it. I like that a lot. Bam. 90 minutes? Man. But it doesn't stop. Okay. I like, I, 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 hey, you can compromise with me. I'll go with 90 minutes. Bam. See, I'm agreeable. Injuries, get a big forklift, get the player off the field ASAP. No, 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 no. An injury, you have to either call timeout or you let the clock run. And if the play clock runs and the guy ain't off the field, delay a game. If you call a timeout, you got all the time in the world to get the fucking the, the, the cart out there, the ambulance. Got to call timeout. Players got to help that son of a bitch off the field. You got a doctor on the fucking sideline. Now, if, the, if it happens at the end of the game when they're out of timeouts, then the team gets fined. They'll stop the clock, but you get fined. I'm firm, but I'm fair. So I just fixed that. Oh, oh, and the other thing in hockey, let them fight. There you go. Asses seats. Fix that league. Yeah, but if the winning team has an injury and they run out the clock, that's horseshit. I hate when players go, ow, I got hurt. Yeah, well, well, like I said, like I said, if they do that kind of shit, we fine them. 
We find the team ten thousand dollars for every injury that happens like 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 that. If that happens, I'll cut down on injuries. I bet. All right, now the tough one here: how to fix the NBA. First of all, LeBron James has to leave. It's been proven. The ratings are up. The ratings haven't been this high in 20 years. And what wasn't around 20 years ago? LeBron James. Get LeBron out of the league. Okay, fix that one there. You're welcome, by the way. Second thing you got to do for the NBA. Let them play like men. These are grown-ass men playing a physical-ass game. You let them play. No blood, no foul. You call fucking travels and double dribbles. I am so sick of these guys taking so many steps. And you you ready? Are you ready for this one? Free throws? Free throws, and if we can change things up, free throws in the last three minutes of a quarter or a half or a game, free throws are worth four points each. Boom. 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 Can you hear all this dynamite going off? You know what that does, right? That stops the bullshit ticky-tack fouls at the end of the game. You want to try to win the game? Go out there and start chucking up threes. Make it exciting for everybody. But a free throw is worth four points. How great would it be to see Alex Smith with a broken leg try to run off the field? It's kind of like what they did with, uh, what's his name? Oh, quarterback from uh, Marshall. Can't think of his name. I think he's a coach for the Cowboys now. I can't think of his damn name, but he got hurt in the game, twisted his ankle. His teammates carried him down to, to snap the ball. Free throws only count if they do them like the blind girls, so blindfold them and have bang. No, I'm not going to go that crazy. I'm not going to go quite that crazy. Don't blindfold them. They ain't got to do granny shots. No. This will, at the end of a game, stop the bullshit fouls. You know, to stop the clock. and Look, man, it's about time. Americans' time is precious. Yeah, Pennington? No, no. It was bla- uh, oh, I just had it. Byron Leftwich. Byron Leftwich. That's who it was. Damn right. Carried Byron Leftwich down the field. Two of their players. How about Draymond Green getting beaten every time he kicks someone in the nuts? Hey, I'm fine with that. Every time, if it's if it's called, boom, free throws are worth four points. Oh, and by the way, the harder the foul, the more it counts. But yes, this all stems on the back of the the mayor of Dallas saying that Dallas needs another football team. He needs a fucking hole in his damn head. Good Lord. All right. This is the wild stages of life that some people are in. Uh, I'll just have to say it. We'll go through this. We'll go through pediatricians. 
are playing with people. So now these, these are people that are fixing to have kids. Pediatricians are pleading with parents. Please, please stay away from the homemade option of making your own baby formula. Holy shit! Look <laughs> at them donuts! Well, wait a second. Is that anti... I mean, I mean, you make your own baby formula in the boobs, but are we talking about, like, non-boob baby formula that you're making, like carnation formula mix? There's a shortage of baby formula across the country. Uh, it's throwing parents into a frenzy, and it's bringing attention to the grave risks of using homemade baby formula. Yo, man, check it out. Got some homemade baby formula here. What, is that the formula or the heroin? I could add two for the NBA, make Jordan the logo, and stop brown-nosing the evil Chinese Nazi government. Those are a lot easier said than done. Make Jordan a logo. I, I, You know what? I like Jerry West. Jordan's logo is his logo, and it's iconic. I don't want to change it to Kobe. I love the Jerry West logo. Love it. Either that or make it Larry Bird shooting. Just to piss everybody off. Uh, the shortages have been exacerbated by a recall from the formula manufacturer Abbott Laboratories. Dr. Adams said, I've uh, told to do the recall. Parents were afraid to use formula they had. Let's see, avoid hoarding. This is what they're telling you. If you've got, if you've got formula, uh, avoid hoarding it. Don't buy more than uh, a 10-day, two-week supply. Number two, call a doctor and ask if they can get you from the local formula representatives. <laughs> That's using your doctor. Hey, man. Uh, hey, you know how I used you for the formula? I was wondering, do you have any representatives with the hydrocodone people? <laughs> Check with local charities. Check with your local WIC office. Check smaller stores. Buy formula online. But do buy from well-recognized distributors. Don't buy, what they're saying is don't buy formula on eBay. Check the shelf life of the formula you have and do not panic. But they're saying do not make your own. Like in a bathtub? Oh. Don't use almond milk or plant-based milks. They're low in protein and minerals. And do not use toddler formula to feed infants. Because, yeah, you're, those infants are going to be putting that away. If you're producing milk and can best feed, there's no reason to use formula. It's a way healthier way for your baby. Also, they're smarter. Okay, uh, uh, Ogre, have a great day, my friend. So no powdered potato mix for that car boost? Yes, hello. As somebody who works at a grocery store, uh, yeah, you should panic about baby formula because it's not going to come anytime soon. 
but what they're talking about is that back in the older days, probably when you were a kid, because you're so old, mm-hmm. um, they used to make it like with like corn syrup or something like that. That's what they're talking about. Oh, so that, that, that's why that's why I'm addicted to the corn syrup and Dr. Pepper since my mom died and I didn't breastfeed. Yeah. That's wow. It. Your mom's fault. Yep, totally. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, avoid hoarding, right. The first ten of pandemic where shit was being involved with American rushed out and bought out all the toilet paper. Dear Lord, if this word is formula form, do you think people aren't going to hoard it? They're not going to panic. They're going to thought out, able to be feed their kids, please. They're going to hoard. They're going to steal. They're going to lie about their supplies. They're going to get mine. Yes. Oh, man. So there you go. So, like, if your neighbor comes up to you and says, hey, I got a great recipe for formula, you might want to stay away from them because you don't know if that's the me- the recipe they have for formula or white lightning. <laughs> Yo, man, check it out. I got some homemade formula here. See, I laugh at it because this has never ever been a thing for me. I One of those things just doesn't matter to me. I just look at it and go, okay. Isn't formula like one of the most stolen things from grocery stores too? And then like like what I, I remember seeing a thing about it, like people would steal the shit out of that and razors. And I get the razors ones because that one's so expensive. But they would steal the shit out of the formula and like then go sell it to like their hood or whatever. Or they'd take the like swap meats and shit like that. The potential debates over bathtub formula will be epic. I had to feed my baby. Yeah, but Ajax isn't what you should be putting in your baby's formula. Okay, so so these these are the, the new parents. I guess these are the parents of the people that had to use the homemade shit. As L.A. strippers look to form the first exotic dancers union in decades. Uh... But I I don't even know where to start with this. A group of strippers who perform at L.A.'s topless bars is planning to form a union after walking out on the job to protest conditions. The strippers who routinely appear at Star Garden Topless Dive Bar in North Hollywood Voted to unionize in late March. If successful, they'll operate as an independent entity under an auspicious of Strippers United, which describes itself as a diverse and inclusive community of strippers. Seeking to dismantle horophobia and decriminalize sex work. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. Where do I start? Where do I start? Hey, uh, ladies, just going to tell you this uh, right now. You're all fired. If I own the strip club, you're all fired. And the next group of girls that come in, guess what? 
I'm going to lower what they have to pay to dance on stage, and I'm going to let them keep more of their money. How about that? Oh, by the way, when you gals try to come back, you're going to be blackballed. We, 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 we don't want you anymore. You're a little bit too much. you got the freshman 15 going on. You're, you're, you're trying to shake down strip club owners? Really? Really? <laughs> Union President Kiki Devine has gathered her people, and they packed their one suitcase of G-strings and pasties and are headed to D.C. They've got something to say. Horophobia just made me laugh so far. I mean, I don't even know what horophobia is. That can't be real. That one's too easy. We're afraid of, of prostitutes. There are a lot of people that might have horophobia then. You know, with the whole STDs thing, I don't know. (laughs) Exotic dancers at the Star Garden have for months chafed at what they say are inadequate working conditions at the San Fernando Valley establishment. A customer recorded video of a topless dancer at the club and then refused to delete it, a violation of the club's policy. Well, that's when you have to have a bouncing staff to come in there and whoop that monkey ass. By the way, why not have this policy? No cell phones allowed. If you bring in a cell phone, we kick your ass out. Oh, the terrible working conditions that somebody videotaped me. Even though I put my videos online on TikTok all the time. I do lives from backstage all the time. By the way, by the way, what has happened to strippers across this country? You've gone the route that Hooters has gone. Come on. Let's bring out some A-gamers. Hooters, Hooters I know you got A-gamers out there. Strippers are bad. Woof. We demand better tips. Can you imagine a man slips a 10 into the waistband only to have a bouncer come up and tell you, sir, the union wage is 10, just 20. All right, well, I'll take that 10 back. I'll just leave. Strippers are unionizing. For the love of God, can we just stop this? They're fighting for proper lighting and cleaner poles. Don't get me started on the fucktar DJ that jacked up their music. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the main stage, Candy. Candy, coming to the main stage. But l- let me just let me just tell you something. If I were to fall down the ranks in the world and become a strip club DJ, I would fucking rule at that. I would be so good because it's so easy. Just play what the girls want you to play. Two girls want to play the same thing. It depends on who's tipping me more. So dumb. 
So okay, so so these these strippers obviously had lots of homemade formula. Now they've unionized, they've drank their formula, now they've aged terribly, and they're living in Rio. Or at the Rio. It's an apartment building, a condo building in of all places, New York City. New York City. It's uh, on East 65th Street, where units sell for millions of dollars. They're having a little issue with 83-year-old Helen Hirsch. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? Little 83-year-old living at this million-dollar place. 83-year-old Helen Hirsch. <laughs> Screams and make loud noises while using the gym and the pool. Has failed on a numerous occasions to wear proper attire in the gym. Using the gym equipment in a wet bathing suit and not wearing proper athletic footwear. But what she's really known for is that she has been defecating. You know, she's been pulling the old number two. And not just anywhere. Where'd, where'd the poop sound go? Oh, I got rid of the poop? There you go. Yeah, she's been pooping in the, uh, in, in the fitness center's pool and then in the shower. She pulled a Caddyshack. The condos were forced to shut down the fitness center pool so they could properly be sanitized and take the fitness center shower out of you so that it could be cleaned and disinfected. As a result, the board has banned Hirsch from using the amenities. But she has finagled her way back in by deceitfully obtaining a code to access the fitness center <laughs> through a real estate agent who's been touring possible buyers through the building. <laughs> How great is this? That an 83-year-old is holding, I mean, looks like a beautiful apartment building. Oh, Okay, one, she should wear a tighter swimsuit, and two, maybe she's so old that while swimming, the muscles get looser and she poops and doesn't know it. Yeah, but she still can't be allowed to pool then. They're taking her to court. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ms. Hirsch plans to counter Sue and believes the building management is not is only on her case because she doesn't always tip the building staff. <laughs> She's countersuing because they say they're doing this because she doesn't tip. Are you kidding me? Quote, I'm an old lady. Why should I tip you all the time? I don't want to live here anymore. Well, you're doing a good job on getting kicked out, dummy. Oh, man. 
Well, a tighter swimsuit would keep the poop in at the very least. What's some barbaric gatherstone ball game? What the hell is this? Okay, so dude kicks off a big-ass ball, and then the guys just beat the hell out of each other for it? Well, that sounds like a lovely sport. Uh, all right, people, that's going to be it for us on a Monday. Look at that. We got through this Monday with no problem at all. Going to get off to an easy Tuesday tomorrow. Can't wait. Be back same morning time, same morning channel. And tomorrow night, remember, I got my Hooters thing, so I'm excited about that. Um, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. Uh.
you a little bit late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.